Are you an ambitious female looking to create financial freedom through real estate? Then you're in the right place. This is the Building an Empire State of Mind podcast with Carly Grunman and Jennifer Champion. We're two busy moms who are unapologetically ambitious about following our dreams to create financial freedom for our families. Our goal is to help a million moms just like us create generational wealth for their families through real estate. We're bringing you real talk, strategies, and lessons learned from the ups and downs of entrepreneurship while balancing our family lives. We're so grateful you're joining us as you're exactly where you need to be. Now let's get started. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Welcome to episode number three of Building an Empire State of Mind with Carolyn, our guest for today. Welcome. Thank you. Can you guys hear me okay? You sound amazing. Okay. I have my special mic. Here. Oh, look at you. You're so fancy. I was telling Jennifer she needs to get a um, a pod mic. Yeah. So to get all, all, all fancy. Things. Well, thanks for coming on today. So everyone, welcome. For those of you that don't know, um, Carolyn is a badass. She um, just celebrated two years of retiring from her W-2 to work full-time on their, her and her husband, Myron, um, real estate portfolio. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Your mindset guide, your... Tell us all the things. Well, it's it's really been a journey. I was having a little brief conversation with Jennifer yesterday just to like catch up. And um, just yesterday was the actual two-year mark of us going into this full, full-time, not knowing what we're doing, entrepreneurial world of let's go into real estate. And we both come from, you know, the normal grind backgrounds. I went through college, got my degree that I don't use. Uh, <laughs> I did that. You know, just get, got a 50 plus thousand dollar piece of paper for five years of my life, whatever. Um, Myron uh, spent about 15 years of his life in the car wash automotive industry, building a company. And it just was like, what are we doing? You know? And so we were thinking about real estate, thinking about what, what can we do? We looked at tiny homes. We looked at just what are the possibilities here? And so finally we got up the nerve and the guts and um, we jumped into it in April. April 27th was his final day of his W-2. I had already been at home. I was a photographer, but I worked from home. I still do a little creative photography work on the side when I get a chance. But um, yeah, it's been this ever since. And we joined, we, we jumped in at that time and we entered in with the bigger pockets world 
And we quickly realized like this is not for beginners. You know what I mean? Uh, great community, hooked up with some people locally and really grateful actually because they ultimately introduced me to who is Pace Morby. And, you know, we all, we went down the rabbit hole and signed up for <laughs> Sub2. And, you know, since joining Sub2, it's just kind of, it's really been a whirlwind of, I, I we're approaching our two year mark at the uh, mid middle of August this summer. And we can't believe it. We can't believe it's already been that long. It went by like that. And yeah, we've had, we've had a lot of great things happen for us just within the past year. We've acquired a 30 unit. We got to partner with Pace on it. We acquired another 40 unit uh, near the end of 2022. And we've just acquired about, uh, we had a, a single family deal that kind of initiated our portfolio uh, last March. And then we've added four more since. So, oh my gosh. Whole creative deals. Awesome. We're just, we're, we're, we're working through it. Yeah. I had no idea. Every time I talk to you, I realize that we have something in common. We, I came from the automotive industry. Oh. Situation. I didn't know that Myron worked over there. Yeah. And then he, I found Pace through Bigger Pockets too. So I think a lot of people found him on oh. that, that Bigger Pockets podcast. Uh, well, I didn't even find out about. It. Well, I think the Bigger Pockets community, like, yeah, pushed it out, but. Um, Maybe that's how I went to a local Bigger Pockets meetup, and one of my friends there, she's like, "You guys need to check out Creative Finance," and I'm like, "What is Creative? Like, it sounds weird. Like, what are you talking about?" And uh, she, she's like, "No, it's this Pace Morby guy," and maybe that was at the time that he did the podcast. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, we went down the rabbit hole, and here we are. So I'm really thankful. And yeah, Myron was. Um, he started out in autumn, like car wash, detailing everything. Like that was his first job, and wow, he had he made a whole career out of it until he didn't. So <laughs> we're here now. That's yeah. so awesome. What made you guys want it? Why real estate? Like what made? Because like you were photography, Myron was doing car wash. Like what? Why were you like let's abandon all of this and go all in on real estate? So we knew like for a while, like the buildup through the previous years prior to jumping in, we were like, we knew this wasn't the lifestyle that we were meant to have that we deserved. You know, it was, he traveled a lot. I was pulled in different directions. We have two daughters. Um, we just didn't get to have the family time or any of that together. And then we were like, we need to be grown-ups. We need to like invest. We need to like do all the things. And how do we build generational wealth? And you know, I I just don't want to do another rinse and repeat of you know the years before us. So um, we we were obviously like HGTV junkies. Uh, I told Jennifer about that yesterday. Like you know, watching Chip and Joanne and all the fix and flip shows, and we're like, wow, you know, we could do that or like that seems really cool or I would do this or he would do that, you know, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of like put your mind into what would you do in that scenario? And I think uh, a combination of like knowing that we wanted to go into investing and like learn more about 
investing for our future and the real estate and all the HGTV and all that stuff. And we had looked into tiny homes at one point, which didn't pan out, but that's fine. And uh, it was just kind of all that mixture. And finally, we're like, we're we're just gonna figure it out. And yeah, we you had to find it. Yeah, and you're killing it now. Your guys have you. So how you had you has how much how many doors did you get last year? Last year we had a total of seventy one. How many do you have total? Seventy-five. Oh my! So God. we've just added a few more at the beginning. Just a few. Of so you had you had four. You went from four doors to seventy doors. Seventy. Oh, at the beginning of this year, we yeah. just added a few more. So yeah. Gosh, that's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's like a big jump. So really jump. tell us how like you. How does that look like? So how did you get from? I don't know, like one of your deals. I don't know. You partnered with Pace on one. I don't know if you've partnered on Pace with all of them, but um, would you break down a creative deal for us like, and how it looks and what it looked like from start to finish on how to get there? For for like multifamily? Yes. Or, or okay. anyone you want. So I'm going to go the one, the 30 unit, the first deal that we did. And that was actually brought to us. I was looking through my phone and I saw a photo come through, like a memory photo, right? Uh And it was that property. Like that entered our world like literally a year ago today. And we had no, we were like, we we don't know what's going on here. So (laughs) we had started in multifamily, um, just learning the basics. Uh, we went to Clever and I saw Vina Jetty speak. I'm going to give some like build up to where I'm going. But um, we saw Vina Jetty and I was like, who is this amazing woman? She's accomplished so much and she's fascinating. So we jumped into multifamily. We had some partners um, just educating ourselves and everything, marketing ourselves, putting ourselves out there. And like, we're just learning. We're just taking step by step. And uh through that marketing and putting ourselves out there, a couple other sub two students brought us this deal and we were like going back and forth with it. It was a 30 unit. Uh, the seller wanted $3 million cash, uh, had no solid financials, no teacher. Like it was just very, it was mismanaged. And, um, you know, the owner didn't want to disclose anything that would put him in a position to where he would have to pay taxes. So he was just like making up stuff and not really being very forthcoming. And so we're like going back and forth. It was, it was a lot of back and forth for a while. I'm like, look, we can't make this work as a cash deal. Um, so it fast forward to June of last year. It was like the day before the mastermind, the night before the mastermind is when we like put this on a contract. So it was all like very, uh, Kismet, I guess you could say, like it all happened very timely. Um, so they got on a Zoom, Myron and a couple of our other partners got on a Zoom with the seller. And this, you know, they're just having casual conversation. The seller's like, 
you know, I'm getting older. Uh, I have grandchildren. I set up a trust fund for them. I just really want to sell or finance my entire portfolio. And Myron's like, oh, what do we got to do to get this seller finance, right? Because <laughs> we had we had countered his $3 million cash with like a $2.5 million cash. Like, that's the only way we could make it, maybe make it work. And so when he heard that on the Zoom, he's like, okay. Uh, Pace had just closed the San Angelo multifamily there. I believe it was a 40 unit and it was like 50 year note, 3% interest, like 0% to the seller or zero cash to seller, all the things, right? Like a unicorn deal. And so Myron like used that as a third party story and was like, this is what we just did. Um, so good. This deal done. And, you know, wh- what do we got to do to get, you, you know, do 3%? And he's like, well, the lowest I would go is 7% because that's like what you're going to get on the market these days, blah, blah, blah. And so he just kept kind of reinforcing like, well, we could do a 50 year note and all these things. And he's like, okay, the only way I'll do a 50 year note is if you come back up to 3 million. And I'll do the 3%. And then it was some back and forth after that. But we were like so like thrilled and we didn't know what to do with ourselves. Like we were like, how do we even draft up a contract for this? And uh, figured it out. And then we went to like a meetup that Pace was having prior to the mastermind going on. And we told him, we're like, hey, we like used your terms to get this deal. And he's like, awesome, I'll buy it. Like, I'll partner with you. I'll make you partners. And we're like, done. You know, we we didn't know what the hell we were, you know, like what an amazing opportunity. We're so glad that that had like lined up in that time fashion for him to say like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll buy it and I'll make you partners on it. And so I did not realize that was the mastermind that we were both at, right? Yeah, it that was. was so not even that long ago. I didn't yeah. realize that it was that was less than a year ago. It was less than a year ago. Yeah. And so it took some time after that to like finesse the details. And uh, he initially wanted like 10% down or something. And we said, we'll give you 5% down and we'll keep the other and escrow for repairs and we just move things around but overall like we made it work and we knew it was a value-add property um we got to myron got to get on a zoom with pace and the seller again and like you know finalize the terms and everything and it was a lot of uh interesting hoops to jump through but at the august 29th was the closing date so it took that that long of a time to like actually get it across the finish line. Yeah. Wow. Now we're so going. for for those of you that for those of us listening may not know what creative finance is and sub two and the pace morby thing. So creative finance means I you probably did not have let me I just guess like two point five million in the bank ready to pay for that. 
right? So so they are offering, counter-offering $2.5 million on this thing. So a lot of people are like, I don't have $2.5 million. I have no business. Countering offer a $3 million, like, who am I to be doing this? Right. So that's what Carolyn's talking about is when you're in a sub two student, which is short for subject two and Pace Morby's, He's like, we are all partners. Use my deals. And so to reference people to show that, like, this is a legit thing. So that's what she's talking about when Myron said, hey, we just did this other deal. So what that looks like. So when so you say say those terms again. So obviously you did not give them three million dollars cash at close. They seller financed it over did you say 50 years 50 years we got a 50 year note so essentially the seller became the bank and setting up instead of us going out and getting the mortgage and financing the property the seller became the bank and he's like i will sell or finance this to you this property to you at 50 years with a five percent down payment which was what I think 150k for a 30 unit three million dollar purchase. Damn, like, that's crazy. That's like nothing, right? Yeah. Um, it's something, but in the, in the grand scheme of it, it's nothing. Like, and we now we use that as like our baseline of like, why would I pay? <laughs> like, I got this for this. Why would I pay this? So yeah, it was a 50 year note, five percent down payment. Um, 3% interest rate, which is free money, essentially. Mm -hmm. And yeah, was that all the terms? Yeah. That's so cool. It's awesome. That is amazing. I was just going to compare it so that other people can hear. So we bought 27 doors in Canada last May. And so it was $2 million. So because we went traditional, because I didn't know all of this and whatnot, it was a half a million dollar down payment. And I think it was still like 4.5%, but it's like a 25 year note. It definitely isn't a 50 year or anything like that. So just for comparison's sake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a big difference. Yeah. We share the awe moment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm rereading. Share the awe moment that had that made you like. What made you be like? Was it? I mean, for me, it would probably be like a three million dollar deal over a fifty years. Like, what was the the thing that you were like? Oh my god, we need this. Yeah. So we had been building up this momentum in multifamily, and finally, we're like, okay, we can we can make this work as a creative deal. Like we went through all the nitty gritty and pulling it apart and saying, no, can't do cash. And when we were able to have that zoom with him and he was like, I just want to sell or finance my portfolio. And we're like, this is it. Like that was it. Like, okay, now we can. And when we laid out the terms and finalized on them, it was like, all right, this is amazing. Like, what more can you ask for, right? Like, that's a property we're going to hold forever. Like, who would get rid of a 50-year 
Oh, oh my gosh. No? That's like yeah. going to be a cash. If it's not yet, it's a cash cow for sure. It's in the process. So yeah. it, like I said, it was a value add property. It's not cute. Like <laughs> it's not cute right now, but it's getting cute. So yeah, we actually got to visit it a couple months ago when Pace was here and we did like tours and like inspections and I'm like just understanding like what's going on. So yeah, lots of renovating and cool things and getting it up to the be- the potential beauty that it has. So it's in a really cool, nice neighborhood too, like like two blocks from the beach. So is it a Texas property? It is. It's in Corpus Christi. Oh, it's no uh, little cute little boutique motel in Palm Springs. Like <laughs> not yet, not yet. Carolyn's gonna get one of those one day. So if you guys know a little old motel yeah. that she can. Yeah. Make it all I'm, cute. I'm definitely like, that's where I think a lot of my visionary and like, oh, why real estate? Right. It's like another form and way for me to flex my uh, creativity or visionary uh, skills and abilities is like, let me, let me make this cute and let me put my, put my mark on it and everything. Yeah. Myron's more of the systems and the piecing it all together. And I'm the, the putting the bow on it. So a lot of, for those of you that are maybe new, um, a lot, what she's referring to is if you guys read the book, I think it's rocket fuel where a, there is in a team, there is a visionary and the visionary has all the big ideas and I'm going to make it all cute. And, and then the integrator's like, okay, give me those ideas. And I'm going to go find you this and make this, make the details happen. Right. And usually most people in real estate or in this, in at least in the sub two community, we're all visionaries. Cause like we have all these great ideas. And so Carolyn and Myron are really lucky because they compliment, they're married. Not only they compliment each other well there, but in their business, Myron can do like, Oh my God. He's amazing at systems. He's yeah. got the REI reply down. He's, he, you guys are such a good team. He's a rock star. Like he's grown so much in the past two years in his own right and element. And like to see him like thrilled and driven in this space yeah. of like what he's doing. Cause you know, when you start out, you're like, I know what I like to do, but I don't even know how to do it or how do I get started? Right. And so, you know, that evolution for the both of us is really cool to watch and just to be a part of that with each other is really awesome. And we have like, I'm higher visionary with a little bit of integrator and he's the opposite. That's so cool. So we kind of overlap here and there and we're like, okay, you stay in your lane and I'll stay in my lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. definitely have to do that. Alex and I do that. We have to stay in each other. We can't sure. cross lanes. Uh, <laughs> you got to signal first. There's to be proper yes. communication. Don't cut me off. Don't cut me off in my lane. Do not cut me off. Do not break check me. Cut me off and then break check me. <laughs> Don't freeze. <laughs> it will not yeah. end up being a good situation for anyone. I'm yeah. going to use that. Don't I totally. So tell Love me, it. so you have, you also, not only are you the visionary, but you're also the mindset. And what I learned, I love following. You guys should follow her on Instagram. That's her handle right there at Carolyn.Briley. She is so chock full of like all this 
the mindset and all that stuff. Like, how does mindset play into Jennifer and I were just talking about that. She's like, I wish I would have known about the mindset mm-hmm. part of building any business, if it's real estate or not. Um, like, how does the mindset play in is my first question on all of that. Uh, it's like 99% of everything I do. It feels like of this whole journey. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just like we didn't even know all the crap that we came into this with. You know what I mean? You like do. this opens a whole nother like luggage of stuff of like, okay, we have to work on this. We're in a scarcity mindset. We're, how do we think abundantly or like, how do we improve or put ourselves in growth situations, put ourselves in uncomfortable situations that are going to propel us forward and uh, not play small. And it's so important and so vital to, I think the majority of us as a natural human tendency or just nature, like just from being brought up that way, whatever, just, want to focus on the surface level thing of like, I'm going to go into real estate. I'm going to be an investor. I'm going to be an entrepreneur and deal with all the like high level day-to-day tasks just to like get things from A to B, you know, and to grow a business. But then it's like these, this major underbelly that if you don't pay attention to, if you don't start to develop and understand all the deeper things going on and intertwining underneath that you're you're gonna hit some roadblocks you're gonna hit a wall you're gonna like maybe rebuild business who knows what like lose people have to create new relationships whatever that is like understanding what's going on here is only going to help you tremendously it may feel I think a lot of people think it feels insignificant at when, Mm -hmm. when we're in the like throes of what we're doing of like, no, I just need to make money. I just need to get an assignment fee. I just need to get a property and all these things I can like invest in myself later. What, what's therapy or what's coaching? What is that going to do for me? Right. But it's like, you gotta, you gotta take a step back. Like you can't build a house on sand, right? You can't build your foundation on sand. So, so true. It's so true. And I don't think either, I did not realize this, you know, how big mindset was until really being in it. And it does, you don't think you're like, you said, you feel like it's just like, I don't need to get into that shit. Just, just <laughs> give me the assignment fee, you know, but it has everything to do with, like how you interact with people and how you communicate with people because you can get a whole, it's like you can get a whole lot more. What is it? Bees can get more flies. I don't know. Bees and the honey. And bees the flies attract and more. Uh, you, know. you know what I mean? They attract more. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, never, I always reference it and I have no idea why I was like, maybe it. you should nail that one down. <laughs> you can attract more. Um, <laughs> bees with honey than shit or something yeah yeah something like that so and it's so true and I've realized this in my day-to-day like even just like if you even if you're not in real estate even if you're at a regular corporate w-2 job 
just you know you get the the whole like your vibration level the more you vibrate the universe gives back to you and you need to work on that that bs that you have and one thing i'm just learning about i learned so much from following carolyn on um, on instagram is so there was the my human design which we should get into but it's so interesting even with your marriages like you have you talk a lot about being in your feminine and being in the masculine can you kind of elaborate on that and like how that has helped you and myron in your not just your marriage but you're also married and working together so you right it it will reflect on your business so i will say like this is something that i'm starting to really like understand on a deeper level um i know there's a lot of like talk about masculine and feminine and it just feels like repackaged 1950s household stuff like I, I don't necessarily, I can understand that viewpoint, but I under, I can see the like future vision or like the, the deeper meaning of it is like, we're all, we both, we are all born with both of those energies, right? Like we all have feminine and masculine energies, usually typically, um, man, woman, female, male relationship will have a feminine presenting energy and a man, a masculine presenting energy. Like Myron and I, he has a masculine presenting and I have a feminine presenting, whatever. And so what that is, is like your feminine is all about like receiving and like being in the amazing bodies that we are. Like we are the creators. We're literally birthing children like we're the ultimate we're the ultimate let's just are the ultimate we create everything (laughs) we receive it every like Mm -hmm. we're just that like natural maternal wonderful energy and so masculine is more I'm the decision maker I'm clear I'm like driven I have a goal I'm gonna I'm going to give like I'm gonna give it my all and go in that direction like they're the givers more the receivers but on the flip side is like we also have that masculine energy like what we're doing right now we're having this like this is our mission this is our goal you guys have a podcast you're gonna like i have made my decision i'm gonna go towards this goal i'm gonna grow it i'm gonna build my business and all these things like we all have that inner energy and like guys do you know they have their inner feminine of like they have their feelings they have their emotions and like you know we love that but when it gets like out of whack <laughs> let's let's use me and my crap for an example, right? Like sometimes I cannot I'm not decisive. Like I can have my moments of like I don't have clarity on what I want to do. Like I see the picture, I just don't know the direction to get there yet. Mm-hmm. And then Myron like picks up on that and he's like, wait, not I think it's more subconscious, right? So it's like, okay, I see her not on like not figuring it out or not having that clarity. So I'm gonna start like creating solutions for her. Like, let me just throw (laughs) something at you. And I'm like, 
bro, I don't want your solution. Like, like, thank you. Right. Like, thank you for loving me and supporting me. But it's also like, don't fix me. You know, I'm, I'm not to be fixed. I'm to be like, let's think this out and let me like go my own way. But that's how an example of like how those energies can get out of whack of like, mm-hmm. oh, see her living in that, like her own masculine in that respect. So then I can't allow myself to be in my natural feminine. If that makes any sort of sense. Yes. There's a lot of like juggling and we have both. We can flex from one to the other. And it's like really learning to quote unquote, knowing when to shut it off and to be in your natural presenting energy and vice versa. And like you always strive to have that balance between the two what no matter what partnership you're in or who's what or whatever it's like you have to have that balance of each energy and really interesting to me to figure that out it is I feel like that's like such a guy thing I don't know I think Alex and I do that too I'm like Mm -hmm. let's I just want to talk to you about the shit that I'm in I don't need you to go in there and fix it like yeah not yet like that's such a I think that's a common a common thing and that can I, so I feel like we're the opposite Seth will be like oh I have this problem or oh I'm stressed that. about this and I'm like what about this what about that how about we do that and he's like uh I I, I thought we were just talking I was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> take it so down I'm like a fixer right I'm like oh you have a problem with that this is how we can fix it and he's like no I'm more just like talking to you to vent. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so important to understand that. And it can go, like I was saying, like you're, you guys work together, both Jen and her, we all work with our husbands in our business. Mm-hmm. And it's so important to have such a good foundation. Like you said, of like, of you can't build a castle on sand. Right. So, and like, it is literally every day, um, progress and we're still like figuring stuff out about each other and like how do we communicate better on this or how do we do this or you know the importance of our like pre-existing relationship in our marriage and like that comes first right like we have a very big heavy plate of like business that's shoved in our faces right now and when you're in business with your partners, it, you you tend to feel maybe a little bit comfortable in the sense of like, okay, we're we're good. We're like locked down, right? We're like we have each other. We're gonna, we see each other at the end of the day. We have families, mm-hmm. and then it's easy to get in that grind of like business, 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 business. But then you're like, wait. When's the last time we like went out on a date? When's the last time we like didn't have a business conversation or, you know, we did something fun that didn't revolve around looking at real estate? Not to say we can't do that, right? Like there's a there's a balance and a flow of doing both things at once, but you know, you also want to like pour into that investment. Yes. It's it's good to have a balance in everything. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like kind of going back to what we, uh, Carol and I were both in Pace's Sub 2 Mastermind last June. And they talked about this, like, it not only, even if you're not in business with your husband or your wife or your partner, um, 
even going into business with someone pace was and telling us from his experience is you're getting married to someone legally it's it's easier to get out of a, a marriage than it is to get out of a business partnership and it's very much like a business like a business is very much like a marriage so you have to understand how like your own stuff and other people's stuff and how to communicate and how it's so important to just do all the work yeah on all of your your stuff and like especially being married or having your partner alongside whether you're married or not if you're like in a relationship and you're doing this together it's like the hardest thing in the world sometimes to separate the emotions that come up when you're doing business, right? It's like, wait, why am I getting all moody about something when like, this is a business, you know, like these are business transactions. These are like day-to-day things. And we're, it's easy for us to go the emotional route sometimes because we're just used to it or we're comfortable like we feel like well you're my partner or like you're supposed to understand this or you know those types of things absolutely and it 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 just it's such a foundation like you said of like a successful business a successful marriage a successful business marriage situation (laughs) where you're doing all of it you know we're all investing with our husbands or our partners or whoever um, do you feel like understanding? So I want to talk to you about the, my human design aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So for you are much more eloquent in explaining this oh of what it is than me. I am not You're gonna put me to the test eloquent person. What is it? And like, how has it understanding that helped you in the mindset and business sense? That's a big question. Take your, <laughs> yes. So Human design is a blend of let like I like always try to relate it for relatable terms of astrology. Okay, you're gonna take your birth date, your birth time, your birthplace, and you get you get this whole elaborate chart that usually overwhelms everyone that looks at it, including myself. And there's just like a few core things that you need to know about it just to have like a great overview of like, oh, this is what makes me me, right? Um, so it's a blend of like science and understanding. It's truly just finding out like who you are, the essence of who you are and what drives you, what path you are how to take the path that most serves you Mm -hmm. in your fullest alignment, like what resonates like in deeply subconsciously and mentally, emotionally, everything. It kind of bundles all these different elements together. I mean, it it goes into like digestion. It goes into how you process your emotions. It goes into like how you do business, like with other people or how you view yourself internally. Hey, Sebastian. Thanks for having, thanks for being here and all of these different elements. Right. And so it gets very deep really quick, but I discovered, yeah, kind of like a natal chart, but, um, (laughs) much more detailed, I would say in, in a totally different direction. Um, 
I do like to, what I would suggest anyone looking at this, and I'd be more than happy to like go over that with you and just read through it with you. So you have more clarity, but I don't take this as like core, um, strict fundamental, um, this is how I live my, my life, like to the T, right? This is like supplementary um, fuel for you to understand like where I stand and who I am, the essence of who I am. How do I create the life that I want to live in, in my own, in my own alignment? So I discovered human design, oh my gosh, three and a half years ago. Wow. Yeah. And it kind of blew my mind. I just shouldn't say kind of. It like really blew my mind. I got a reading done and I recorded it and I like cried through the whole thing. So it was like this come to Jesus conversation of like everything you've ever felt in your life has just now been validated. Like for me personally, I I always felt like oh my gosh, I'm so behind. I'm such a late bloomer. Everyone's doing their own path and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I feel so lost. I'm always like creating a challenging thing or going through all these different motions of life and never um, just going a straight path, right? And then she's like, okay, one of the... um, profiles, let's say, of this human design is they're called, uh, I believe there's manifesting generator, a generator, a projector, which I am, and a reflector. I believe it was all four. And <clears throat> I think I got them all. I feel like there's one more, but anyway. Manifesting generator. Did you say that one? Said gen- yeah, generator. Manifesting generator. Manifesting generator, generator, uh, projector, and reflector. Yeah. So the, the majority of the population is made up of these generators. I think you're a generator, Carly. I am a generator. You're a generator. Yes, I am. I don't know, but... I would assume you're either a manifesting generator or a generator just by like the, just, um, just based off of all the like hard hitting success that you've had, right? Like you just go for it. Um, so there's all, all these different profiles. And for me, I'm a projector and for a projector specifically, they're the type we relate it to like, let's say, there's a tree and you're the bird in the tree. Like you're a projector, you're the bird in the tree and you see all these other animals going around, moving around on, on the land, like all these manifestors, all these generators, everyone else just like doing their thing and projectors come in and they're like, okay, we see everything that's going on and this is how we're going to like fix it. Like, this is how we're going to like guide you to figure like the best way to achieve what you want to achieve. Like both Myron and I are projectors, which was like, like when we found that out, we're like, oh, that's why we act the way we act. (laughs) This is why we're just like constantly like throwing the same stuff at each other. And so if we 
when we hone it in the right way, we're like, um, superpowers, you know, it's like a superpower for us. But if we don't understand how these things intertwine and how we each interact with each other, being both projectors, it's like, like, uh, repelling magnets, right? Like, uh, like you're trying to, you're trying to guide me and yeah, I'm trying to guide you. And like, it just doesn't work. But, um, where was I even going? So like, Knowing that I have this core essence of understanding people, like being able to read people and see, okay, this is what's going on in your life. You're trying to get from A to B and you're doing it a certain type of way. Well, let me look, let me get my perspective. And I bet I have, uh, a better blueprint, a better layout, a better path for you to go that direction. Um, and we also go off of, uh, invitations. So like I have all of these qualities and these things that make me, me and how I can help other people and serve them. But if you don't ask for it, it's not going to serve you. Right. I just can't say like, Oh, Hey Carly, um, by the way, you need to move that snake plant over there because it's giving you like bad energy in your room. Right. Like, no, no. Cause that's like, who the hell are you? You can't talk to me. You know, like I didn't ask you for your advice or whatever it might be. Yes. So that's kind of like being invited on here. Thank you. Like that is speaking to my true nature projector world of like, okay, I'm invited. I have an invitation to come share who I am and what I do and all of my qualities and everything. So it's kind of a random rundown of everything. It is. It's a really good one. I could... it would be a whole other box of, of we should do a, breaking down every everything profile. and like each thing I'm just looking at it like you have different parts and so it'll talk about your your instinct your desire your emotions your motivation how you communicate yes. yep. your inspiration your ideas so it tells you and it's so crazy how spot on it is isn't mm-hmm. it crazy were you Very crazy. Jennifer were you shocked I'm like Jennifer Carolyn, you knew what Jennifer was without even knowing because you just know her, you know, it's so crazy. And that's not the first that you're like the third person. They're like, Oh, have you ever done it? And I hadn't done it before. I'm like, Oh no, I've never heard about it. They're like, yeah, I'm like 90% sure you're a manifesting generator. Sure. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever that means. And then I looked at yeah. it and I was like, Oh, Oh, what oh. does this even mean? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It feels yeah. a little like, like what Carly said, like, woo, woo, like, what are you, what kind of, what are you talking about? What are all these like words you're throwing at me? Right. Yeah. But when you actually, and the app that my human design app really helps on breaking it down, like in small bites of this is how you respond emotionally in the world. This is your they give you a chart and like, they'll show you how like your energy flows through your body and, um, Oh, interesting. How you, how you, uh, act as like, you're either an absorber or you project it out me, my whole, like the majority of my body is like open in those little compartments that you see on your chart. 
if they're closed, that means like, I don't have like no energy flows to that. Right. Really? See, like, I'm still learning about all this. Like, you, you are, you have that to yourself, let's say. And for me, I have like all of it's open. So I'm just walking around like a big fat sponge absorbing all everyone's energy all day long. And I'm like, as a projector, what you do, you amplify what you're given. Oh, if you don't don't understand, like, because I can walk into a room and I can like, oh, something is not going on. Like something's not right in this room. Like this person has something going on. Are you an empath too? Huh? Are you an empath too? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would consider myself like high empath, like clear sentient person, like all the feelings, like all the absorbing stuff. So if I'm not careful or people who are empaths understand this too, like if you're not aware, you can walk in and just totally take on that energy and then like run with it. Myron will come home sometimes and he'll be like a little, you could just tell like you're not, talking as much or you're just kind of moving around in a way that some something's going on i'm like hey my are you okay like something are you all right he's like yeah why i'm fine I'm like mm, something yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> i feel it i'm saying exactly but if i went in the times that i haven't been aware of it i will just take it on and be like oh, like slamming the drawers and clanking the dishes and like you just feel so out of whack like oh my god I'm like wait this isn't me this is somebody else that doesn't know what's going on and I'm just like taking it to the next level so for sure there's a lot of a lot of understanding to do but you have it's easy to take as an empath or like somebody that has all their things open it's I'm I'm like that too where you have to protect your energy yeah Absolutely. Like, I don't feel like you have that problem, Jennifer. I was just going to say, I was looking at the (laughs) chart and I was like, so most of mine are clothes. (laughs) (laughs) Is it the line? So I'm going to show you mine. Is it the line? Okay, so you see those little, right. A lot of black and a lot of purple going on in mine. So all the white spaces... Yeah. All the white tri- uh, diamonds and triangles are the your um, ones. Your heart, ones your like spleen. Yeah. All those little spots. Those are oh, open. If they're white, they're open. Okay, so it's not the lines. It's the it's oh, the okay. Squares. I mean, and tri- and triangles. Mm. Yeah. Now I'm interesting. Gonna... I th- I have a couple whites, <laughs> but yeah, not Let's a lot. Mine. I feel like. Um, I have two that are closed. So my look at you, you are wide open. I'm like my head's open. I'm all, I'm all open. You are like a super sponge. Yeah. So if you'll, when you read on that chart, like that's your throat and this is your heart right here. Those two areas. Uh So you have gifts in those areas and you'll read all those little teeny tiny numbers in those shapes. Yeah. They're called gates and they're those like all your little like um, 
super qualities. Let's just call it that. Like all the things that make you, you like, um, I have the gift of creating closest with us others or listening, collecting stories in your throat. That's like, I can listen and I can like speak like that. I speak from my throat. Like you're, we can go into chakras, all this stuff. But anyway, sensing people's needs, like all these little teeny tiny tendencies that we just naturally feel and like we've grown up with and we're just like, oh, this is this is how I am. But like mm-hmm. this gives it meaning to who you are and why you are the way that you are. It's so crazy how it's it's so crazy how you put your birthday in and they're like done. Like it's so it means yeah. it's nuts. I haven't met anybody that's like, no, this is I don't know who this person is on this chart. I feel like I need to ask Seth when he was, what time he was born to find out what he is. Oh my God. I have like 20 people. I'm like, Oh, I need to know who you are. Like I have a guess, like I could probably guess you, but I want to see what, what's going on. Cause I going back to using this as like a supplementary and, uh, addition to developing who you are, I like to use it as like, especially when people come, like I have clients that come to me and uh, for mindset work and life guidance and everything. I formally like life coaching. Sure. I like to call it guide, guide work. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like to add this additional facet to it when they don't really understand the things that are going on or why, why are things happening the way that I'm happening, the, the way that they're happening and giving them this layout, this chart and just having that general understanding. It just even like who you are, like projector, reflect, whatever that is. So true. Just like understanding that and like it brings so much validation to people, to people's lives. Myron when I told him about it, I let him listen to my session that I did. And he was like, Whoa, this is nuts. Like now he's into it. Like (laughs) I was being, I was being a projector. You know, he went to a conference last year, like a, yeah, multifamily conference. And he's like, all these people are going to like, they're going to, they're going to come to me. They're going to come to me. Like, and they're going to like invite me to talk to them. And he had that like happen like five times over and he's like, okay, I get it. I see it. I feel it. Like he's just really trying to embrace that of mm-hmm. how he is, but and it's, you can really use this to, I feel like understand yourself better to do the work on the stuff that you have to do to make yourself a better husband, wife, partner, business person. I feel like it's, it's really opened my eyes. I'm a, I'm a generator, which means I generate light apparently. Totally. And everybody says that about me. Totally. LT sent me a, this thing on Instagram. She's like about sunshine or something. And it's so, I was like, holy shit. Like this is, this is it. I also did my daughters. I have two manifesting generators. Ooh. 
daughters. Like you guys, I'm excited for you guys. It's really cool to see that for your kids. Mm-hmm. Ours are generators and they're like almost identical generators. Like a couple things are different, but the the cool thing about projectors is like projectors go well with everyone else, especially generators and manifesting generators, because Mm -hmm. it's like you guys are like movers and shakers and you want to get stuff done. You have all these things and you're, you know, maybe in five different directions, but you're like going for it. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, okay, we see what you're doing. (laughs) Let's kind of tweak it. Right. Let's make it run a little bit smoother for you. Yeah. And so I, that's the really cool like relationship and it'll be fun to see that flourish as the girls grow and yeah. understand like, Oh, they are movers and shakers. They want to get shit done. And I we, love can, that. we can help we can foster that. I love it. How has it been? So I do want to ask you this. So how has, um, so you, when you left your W2 and you guys started to go all in on real estate, you guys have two, how old are your girls? Our girls are seven. My oldest will be eight in August, Charlie, and Sunday will be five in October. So like seven in Basically eight. She's eight. (laughs) And then four and a half. Yeah. So cute. How's that been? Like, because you are working from home all day. Sunday's not in full-time school, right? No. And so like, how are you juggling? Because you have the mom hat, which is like, there's already a huge mental load that comes with being a mom. Um, Not that the husbands don't do anything. That's not to say anything, but it's just, it comes with being a mom. It's just different. So you're, you've got the mom hat, you've got the investor hat, you've got the partner with pace hat. You've got the wife hat. Like how, how do you juggle it all? Like what, how do you take time for yourself? How has it been? Like <laughs> how much how much time we got? <laughs> it's a lot. We're gonna go, we're gonna go explicit. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. No, it's I, I don't have like a straightforward answer because it's always like changing and so much juggling and meshing. Um, the biggest struggle that I have personally felt. Hi, Carolina. Hi, Carolina. Thank you for being here. The biggest struggle that I have personally felt, especially having young kids, and I had my W-2 that I left uh, prior to Myron leaving. And then I started my photography, work from home, mom from home, everything. So I was like doing all the things like trying to do that business raise my kids then you know I had Sunday then COVID happened oh my god so now I have both kids home and uh you know I'm basically like the the our primary caretaker still keeping Mm -hmm. things running so transitioning from that realm into full entrepreneurial and I shouldn't even say full because it's like just another layer on the cake. Right. Yeah. I'm still that person. And the hardest thing for me has been to 
understand that I didn't, I'm never giving that identity up. It's just adding another layer to that cake. And like, how do I now keep all of this afloat still and add another layer of like full-blown entrepreneurial. And I will say that Myron being home, Myron leaving his W-2 and being able to be home has blessed us in so many ways that he's able to be with the girls so much more. He's able to take Charlie to school, pick her up, all all the things that he's never been able to do working full-time. But it's also like, and he's, he's in, I don't have to ask him to do like, he'll just, he'll just do laundry dishes, whatever. Like he's wonderful, but it's this like maternal internal instinct of like, I know the flow of this house, right? Like I know when we need groceries, I know this kid is getting sick. I know like even before it all happens, like you just know <laughs> They don't naturally typically have that, right? And so Myron had this um, W-2 draw, like force behind him, right? Uh, he still had his like uh, trouble and stepping stones of like going into real estate as like we both did. Yeah. But coming from that background and having this like drive every day in that like work mode is so different for me because I'm in like mom mode work. Like I'm in different modes all at once. And so now I'm like, okay, I need to drive a little bit faster. I need to put my gas on the pedal or put my, did I say that right? Yeah. Put on the pedal. Put on the pedal. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and all of these things. And I, I really want to work better at holding myself accountable in that respect, because it's like, if we want to build the business and the life and the lifestyle that we want, it's, it's a whole lot of stepping up and a whole lot of different Mm -hmm. areas. And you, I think you could just constantly always have this, some form of guilt going on. Like, okay, my kids are playing together. They're happy. And I'm working on my computer, but I'm guilt. I have guilt that I can't be there in full mom mode, not worrying about what needs to be done with work, you know? And then if I'm with them, I'm like, I could be, I could be catching up on this. I could be, you know, it's always this like, it's tough. So I think that's probably been my biggest like personal struggle as like mm-hmm. from you know having having a core role as being a mom to two young kids and one still at home. Her birthday is late, so she couldn't get it, you know. So we're like, I have one of those. <laughs> love that. She's our secretary, sure, but like <laughs> it's like I gotta you know, I got to make sure she's not climbing on the counter, getting into snacks and I'm on a zoom call or, you know, all, all the things. And I say that with the biggest gratitude because I get to do that. Like I get to be home and see her and do the work that we do. It's, it's hard. 
It's hard. And I love that you're like, I am grateful for this. Like, but in the same breath, it is hard. And I don't think we talk about that enough because, and it doesn't mean we don't love our kids and it doesn't mean we're bad moms. If we're like, you know, like it, it is tough. And then you throw COVID in there and then you're, you know, you're, you got all these different things going on and people are getting sick and you're, you know, like you said, you have that mental load and, um, you know, it's just, I don't know if it, I just don't feel like it. I love that you said I am grateful for it, but it's hard and it's so true. It's, it's so true. Cause I have a, a two-year-old that's climbing that knows how to climb up the, the, yeah. The bar stool. She's two. I'll yep. be in a Zoom and someone's in the background being like, is your kid okay? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she's just playing with her toys. And she has pushed the bar stool up to the counter to get some chocolate chips. Yep. You know, and it's so you're like, God, am I a bad mom? Like, <laughs> but know, I think but the other side of that is imagine if we weren't pursuing our dreams and we were just sitting there being a mom and then we're unhappy with that, right? Like they feel that for sure. I know for For myself, I was um, very clear to my husband that I was not interested in being a stay at home mom and that it was going to be a team sport, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like Jennifer. I love that because when I, like I worked full-time at Nordstrom, totally different life. But the plan for me was never like lo- love stay at home moms. It's it's a blessing, but it's like absolutely that was not my game plan. That was right. not my game plan. My game plan, like I wanted the cake and to eat it too, right? Like I want both. Like I want to be with my kids and I want to work. I want to contribute. I want to pursue my own passions and dreams and everything and figure that out. And I feel incredibly blessed that Myron's like, do it. We'll figure it out. Like he carried the W2 longer, farther out until we got to where we are now. But like, it's just a lot. And (laughs) yeah, I'm very grateful. I'm very, very grateful. But it's it's that choose your heart. It's like, what you told you. Do you want to be in this one and only thing and you kind of have this internal resentment? Maybe, maybe not. Like, I know I was growing in that way of like, what about me? What about what I want to do? Right. And like Mm -hmm. all those things. And now it's slowly evolving into this more team driven sport even still, right? Like, yeah, we've always been a team, but now it's like, okay, we really got to figure out how to be a team and like like a team. And, but still also be able to go do our own individual passions and what we like to do Mm -hmm. and have our core business that we come back to, whatever. So lots of moving parts, Lots of gratitude, but it's definitely what, what, what hard do you want? So true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when people are always like, how do you do it? I literally just can't imagine going back and walking into a staff lunchroom to get my lunch and having to make that so awkward small talk. I like, yeah, 
So I definitely would yeah. continue to choose the the stress and the guilt and all of the things that I'm feeling now over having to do that. Right. And yeah. like it's temporary in the sense yeah. of we're always going to be presented with these new challenges as we grow and evolve and progress in our life and our business. And that's wonderful. But it's like right now, this is this. This is a temporary season. This is like a growth spurt where it doesn't feel very good, but you know you're growing. Absolutely. And like I see my girls and they're happily playing with each other, but it also like tears my heart out. Like, oh, mom's on mom's on a meeting or mom's in the office or, you know, she's on a Zoom or she's on the phone or mom, can we go on a walk? Can we go to the park? And I'm like, shit, you know what I mean? Like, yeah can't necessarily hang up the phone right now and but it's I, I think there's a good understanding especially for my oldest of like okay we we do our best to involve her and under she she knows pace she knows sub too she knows I what know. it is she knows it. like she gets it from a high level viewpoint but at, we really want to do our best to involve them as much as we can and make them feel a part of it, make them understand like, this is why this is, we're working really, really hard right now. And we hope, we really hope it doesn't screw you up along the way. You know? I know. You, you know? know what I keep telling myself is when they're older and they are in play and they are going to, I don't know if they go, whatever they choose to do with their life, they will be able, our kids will be able to say, look what my mom did. Mm-hmm. And I can do this because I watched my mom be a good mom and I watched my mom kick ass and I watched her speak on stages. You, you know, like, or even if your kids weren't there, they know that you, Carolyn just spoke on her first stage. What was it? Was it this year, right? Last November. Last yeah. November. And like, that's a huge a huge deal. Like she's partnering with people in big, you know, in multifamily spaces. She was telling me, she's like, Oh yeah, me and Vina, Vina Jetty, for those of you that don't know, is a huge <laughs> deal in the multifamily raising capital um, industry. Like she's, she's kind of a big deal. It's like um, a cool $900 million. Yes. She's cool. She's yeah. killing it. She's a mom, <laughs> you know, like she gets it to the two twin little girls, but like, you know, Carolyn's out there like, she's like, oh, yeah, we got a blowout, you know, and hanging out with Vina Jetty and doing pay- deals with Pace Morby. And for those of you who may not know him, they're big deals in the space that they're in. So it's so cool that your your kids are going to be able to be like, look what my mom did, you know. I hope so. I hope, I hope so, too. Like, my mom. I'm like, one day you're going to look back and be like, man, my mom is so cool. My, I get it now. Mom is so cool. But <laughs> yes, there's going to be those teenage years where they're going to think that we're the most embarrassing things that ever yeah. existed. But I think on the other end, they'll mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. You know, and that's why I kind of like I want to show them like you can do this. You know, you you know, and there's nothing not there's nothing wrong with people that choose to have a W-2 or to be a stay at home mom. It's just not our thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. It, I, I knew, I think I've always had this in my bones of being an entrepreneur, even if I'm still figuring out what that means. I think we all are to some degree, but like I am, 
even in my design chart is like, I'm an experimenter. Like I want to know, like I want to go through different things and understand them. And so I can have that experience and give it to somebody, like provide that value to somebody else and share that. And like going through these experiences and knowing like, I'm not having to clock in and I'm not having to report to some, some boss. Like I didn't, I I didn't want that. I never wanted that. Like even, even in my young, young adulthood of like, I would go through jobs like every eight months. Cause I was like, <laughs> I'm tired of this. I don't want to deal with you. Like, I don't like something was in me. Like, this isn't it. This isn't it. And I'm like slowly making my way to like the it, you know? Yeah. So I know. I think that ties back to my like late bloomer um, complex, but I'm over that now. I'm like, nope, I'm meant to be where I'm meant to be. And like, I'm meant to go the pace that I'm meant to go. Slow and steady. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the late bloomer complex too. And I still have my W2, you know, but I did quit. I worked for an airline, which is like you clock in, you go to the lunchroom. Um, but I did, I feel like I have leveled up a little bit. I still have my W2 and I love it. I get to work. I get to help Pace Morby do events and podcasts and help with his community, which I am so grateful for. And I feel like it has also, he has raised me up and in the proximity of all this, I feel like it's, and he encourages me. He's like, I want you to still do your own business. I want you to, I want you to you know, it's not just like I'm only doing one thing. So it, right. my W2 complements my dreams. And I yeah. have Cody and Pace are like, go get it. Go get them. Like, go do that podcast. Go get those deals. Um, let's partner, you know. So it it does make, I still have it, but it's still like, I feel like it's in alignment with where I want to go. Absolutely. That's huge. Because when I was working for the airlines, that was not in alignment to where I wanted to go. So I feel like I've leveled up. No pun intended. No, no, none at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love, I love that you've become like this pillar in our community and like everything that you do it's just and for you for you especially like I, you know you know that you have that in you you know like stepping outside your comfort zone is a really really big thing all of us but like doing these things and having that support especially from major people like Cody and Pace and just pushing you, pushing you to be you outside your comfort zone. And it doesn't have to relate to your W2, but it's, it's a very uh, nice cherry on top to get a paycheck. <laughs> it know? is. It really is so grateful for it. I have and, you know, stability while I'm pursuing my dreams. Absolutely. And you know, that's one good thing about the sub two community is it's all about lifting each other up because you, I can say the exact same thing about you. You are a pillar in the community, pays partners with you. He lifts you up. He's like, you, if anybody wants to do multifamily deals, go talk to Carolyn and Myron, you know? So it's just, I feel like I know we're kind of getting over, we're, we're going over and on time and everything, but I think it's also important in success to surround yourself with positive, uplifting people. I think it makes all the difference in the world. And 
that's one thing the sub two community really is. And I know a lot of people look at us and they're like, it's a cult. I know Jennifer thought it was a cult. Oh, I totally thought it was. (laughs) I'm sure everyone thinks I'm in a cult, but it's a good kind. Like it's, we help each other and we help each other level up and we hold each other accountable and we make dreams happen. I I like, I wouldn't be here with you guys. Right. You ladies, you amazing women. Like if it weren't for that community, it wouldn't be really, truly like we wouldn't have the success that we've had in the knowledge and education and the development that we've had, if it were not for that community and what we can get from it and give back out. So I'm just super happy, super grateful to know both of you and build all of these amazing relationships with everyone. And we love yeah. you. Chosen, I love you chosen families. Chosen <laughs> families. Yeah. Kenny, Kenny is the Seattle sub two leader here in yes. uh, Seattle. And he's like hundred percent. Like I was telling him, I know I'll wrap this up, but because of Kenny and his meetups here in Seattle, I got to know so many people. Shout out if you're in the Seattle area. Pace is coming next week. Kenny is the the man that had two days to put this this meetup together, and he killed it. So that's intense. We love intense. Carolina. You you better come up from Portland. Um, and and um, Carolyn is the just for all of you guys that may not know, she's a Dallas leader. She and Myron, one of the leaders. She's not the only one. There's a, no, there's definitely a there's lot. Lots of great leaders here in DFW. But yes. But she puts up together the meetups. So if you guys are in Dallas or the DFW area, Texas, go hit us up. Yep. Yeah. We just had one. We just had our meetup. It was like 80 people. It was great. I saw that on Instagram. It looked, it looked so fan. It just looked so fun. And it was fancy. cute. We have a cute spot right now and we like it. Yeah. Thank you. So, well, we could talk all day. I know yeah. we really could. <laughs> we're just <laughs> go offline, guys. We could go off on another tangent, but we'll be respectful of your time. Thank you for coming. Thank I you. love you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. So we appreciate it um, so much. And thank you for coming and happy to. And let's let's do some deals together. For real, Myron's hunting down <laughs> Idaho deals. He is Myron. Yeah. I was like, do you have any realtors <laughs> in Idaho? And I was like, yes, my friend Amber Brown. So Amber is she. She and Myron talked, and they're finding deals. And I know Myron is the integrator, and he's like, I'm going to get you an Idaho deal. He's so smart. Like he he's makes so smart. Mission. He's like, I'm going to get that deal. I'm going to get it. He will. I told him my dad's looking for, I don't know. I just put something on Instagram and I was like, we're looking. My dad is in the car business and does, was looking for like, um, tire stores that he wants to buy in Arizona. And I just like threw it out there on Instagram. And Myron's like, here, let me connect you with this guy. Like I found one. It's off market. Here's some pictures. Thank you, Myron. You're on here. You, he's an amazing, you should connect with Myron too. He's at Myron Briley, no dot, right? No dot. On Instagram. Myron, Myron Briley, yes. Yeah. Myron, M-I-R-O-N. But I, I always say his name wrong. No, you don't. I've never heard him say his name wrong. Alex, I think like I hate saying his name because I feel like I always say it wrong and Alex makes fun no. of me. But all right. Thank like you, ladies. Thank, thank you. Thank you all for coming. We love you. Love and you. 
we will see you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast and share on your social channels. Make sure to tag us. And if you have time, leave us a review. We love reading them. If you would like to hear about a certain topic, let us know and we will make it happen. Remember, we're here to help you and support you on this journey. Here's to big goals, out of this world dreams, and changing your family's future.